0: Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbet and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradio mornings at gmail.com. How sweet it is to be loved by Awesome, James. in progress. Just like sugar sometimes. <laughs> what was that there? <laughs> I had, to, that's what happens when you turn up a, 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 a pot. When, uh, when you're not supposed to. Yeah, we're only turning them up for special people like the Velvet Hammer. Yeah, huh? that's right. So Gene Valentino is joining us this morning, and that was him. He's actually recording our Zoom. Uh, and it, it notifies you, right, Gene? It tells you, hey, this is uh, we're, we're, we're about to record this, and so all participants will know. Isn't that right?
1: We've got so much technology <laughs> here, we can't stand ourselves. We
0: don't know <laughs> what to do with it all, actually. Uh, you're right. You're right.
1: The coffee is, the robot is bringing the coffee over to the desk here so we can continue talking. <laughs> hey,
0: guys, real quickly, why don't we get together Sunday and hide our own Easter eggs and go look for them? <laughs> that's pretty, that's a, you know, that's a pretty good one. That's a, that's part of getting older, you know. You can hide your own Easter <laughs> eggs. Yeah. And you forgot where they were. But anyway, okay, so Gene, we've got, we've got a lot of stuff going on this week. Of course, Donald Trump is the big story, I mean, the indictment uh, and all that. But there's other things that are going on as well. Uh, top U.S. and Taiwanese officials are meeting with uh, with each other over the next few days, despite threats from the Chinese government. A bipartisan congressional delegation has arrived in Taiwan, the island China considers to be a renegade province. Here's the Republican chairman of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, Michael McCall, leading the visit. We all received sort of threatening texts. You know, uh, there was talk about a Chinese escorting in the air, but. That's just really intimidation, saber rattling. The Chinese government says it's outraged over another visit as well by Taiwan's leader to the Reagan Library in California to meet House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. On at least three separate occasions, President Biden has pledged to defend Taiwan against Chinese invasion. At the White House, Korean Jean-Pierre did not appear interested in saying anything more than that. Chinese uh, vessels were also seen in the Taiwan Strait. Chinese state media say the ships were engaged in a joint patrol and inspection operation that'll last for a few days. So, what's the deal uh, with this Taiwanese president uh, Tsai meeting with uh, with the folks here? Uh, what what say you, Gene? Well, you know you know that uh, America
1: has finally uh gearing up for uh, some protection of this democratic republic when former Speaker of the House uh, Nancy Pelosi gets behind Speaker Kevin McCarthy when McCarthy chooses to meet with this Taiwan president, President Tsai, as you mentioned. Uh, we're just not going to stand for any China bullying, Michael. That's it. We're done. We're going to have to get together, whether we like it or not, put our little um, uh, conflicts aside internally within this political environment and unify as one nation under god as our governing documents suggest and protect this democratic republic from the onslaught of bad behavior that's pervading worldwide this bullying is not going to be accepted uh, and is not acceptable and i can tell you one thing uh, I, I try to stay away from uh, the Donald Trump support, but every time I, uh, I I get into this mood with these issues, would you th- do you think you'd have this
0: circumstance if Trump was in office? No, you would not have this circumstance if Trump was in office. There's no question about it because you know why. Here's the deal. All right, so we all know this because we we grew up and we went to school and we remember when there were bullies. And there's always that guy like me, and you, who will stand up to a bully. And guess what happens when you stand up to a bully? They shrink because they all they want is for people to be scared of them. And when you when they find out you're not scared of them, they leave you alone.
1: The backup round, the second string, the support uh, resources of China, are nil. If they uh, they've been testing uh, a new warship in the Taiwanese Straits for two years now, and they still can't get the thing fully certified. (laughs) Our forces are much deeper. Our backup is, we've got resource issues of our own, no question, especially with the way Biden has cut our fuel, uh, uh, our oil reserves. Uh, But uh, uh, on this point with Taiwan, I'm very pleased Kevin McCarthy is showing the leadership necessary uh, within the House, uh, within Congress, to show that the House of Representative leader can come forward and uh, be a leader himself in creating a standard that clearly Mr. Biden is not showing. It's it's a shame. Uh, you know. Hey, on a lighter note, yeah, I picked up a cartoon off social media yesterday. Did you know Anheuser Bush has caused more people to stop drinking in two days? than AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, <laughs> has in 88 years. <laughs>
0: <Now> this that...
1: <laughs> uh, person, Dylan Mulvaney, has created a backlash to anything legitimate within transgender behavior. I have gay friends. I have people from different persuasions around me. Not my way of life, but I'm respectful of where, who they are and where they are. But to use a Budweiser beer corporate uh, endorsement to uh, support this notion, I think is going to devastate uh, revenues for Budweiser. Travis Tritt just recently is deleting Budweiser ads from all um, of his promotion on his tours. That's a start. You can't make this up.
0: You know, I, I, you talk about a company not understanding their customer base. Now, that is a great example of a company who certainly does not know who the people are that are drinking their product. We have to take
1: an assessment, Michael, of if that is allow, if, if the company is allowed to be so uh, not in tune with culture and society, and this is just one corporate philosophy, what is it with other corporate philosophies in our in our nation? Let, let me jump quickly, hopscotch over to um, uh, our good friend Bill Gates. Bill Gates, who has just gone uh, numb, he thinks that we should uh, continue with AI, um, uh, artificial intelligence, uh, our research and development. Uh, in the world scene, when other major corporations are slamming on the brakes saying, hold on, hold on, we're moving too fast, too quick, and we may be causing some harm or allowing for a geometric takeover of our culture through the financial system and through the uh, uh, automation systems that we all live with today may be happening sooner than we expect through the acceleration of AI and here's this guy getting stabbed multiple times on the san francisco streets uh A, a guy by the name of uh Robert uh, uh Bob Lee, founder of Cash app, another tech genius who's created a payment processing system. he's out of San francisco dies on the streets the other day at near two in the morning. Uh, another crime issue in this nation not being dealt with a sensitive thing for me because I came out of the payment processing industry where I made a a good chunk of change and uh, I, I can tell you the technology in this area is key to the way we grow in the future as a society. I feel sorry for and you know what really bothers me, Michael. no bystanders stepped up, no good Samaritans. Uh, even Elon Musk is infuriated over what happened here.
0: Well, obviously, San Francisco has taken a dive. And one of the most beautiful places that I've personally ever been, you know, uh, was it too many years ago that Jill and I just walked the streets of uh, San Francisco to the wharf? Uh, you know, the, the docks down there, the uh, Fisherman's Wharf, they call it. Uh, I had a great time there. Been there actually a couple of times over the last few years. And over, I would say, probably about the last five years, San Francisco has fallen to almost like being in a third world country. It is that bad in San Francisco. So what does that tell you about the leadership there? Gavin Newsom was the former mayor of San Francisco, and it all started around that time. And now you've got a mayor there that uh, is asking the federal government to come in and help because they don't have the resources. Because why? Because they defunded the police and they don't have enough police officers to take care of the issues that are going on in their city. And besides that, last night—I don't know if you—if uh, you watch uh, uh, the, the, some of the some of the Fox News shows last night—but last night they they spotlighted a guy who's trying. This guy's not Republican, Democrat, nothing. This guy's just a person who wants to have a good place to live, which San Francisco used to be, and he shows pictures of how school kids have to walk by these encampments of homeless people who are out there shooting up heroin and doing drugs. I mean, this is unbelievable.
1: And because of his position you just described, could not get a nomination to get on the ticket to be city councilman there, tells you that his position was so powerful and strong in the other direction in the uh... in the in the uh... uh the non-woke direction what what else that, does uh, that? Uh, he didn't get any position on that city council
0: what else does that tell you that tells you that the people that are running that place that are voting in that place are absolutely nuts that's what that tells me well the beauty of
1: our democracy or democrat republic is that we the people make our decisions you can't point the, remember my, my metaphor, you can't point the finger. If you're going to point the finger at someone, you're reminded that at least three or four fingers are pointing back at you. If you fail to take an assessment of yourself first, you are putting, you, who did you vote for for crying out loud? Wait a minute, if now, you put I can that person in there, what do you expect? Uh, I can do it, math. My favorite you never... expression, my favorite expression, Michael. If you're going to light a match in the
0: gas tank, don't bitch about the explosion. Yeah, you're exactly right, but I I can do simple math and you only have 3 fingers pointing back, not 3 or 4, unless you got more fingers on your hand than I do. <laughs> I just had to point that out. It
1: depends on how double-jointed your thumb is, I guess. (laughs) I got three pointed back at me for sure. (laughs) That's true. But the point is still, I need some humor. So glad you put some levity
0: into this morning, because if you don't laugh, you'll be crying. I'm going to need a therapist when this show's over. (laughs) Well, you know, look, I mean, I heard last night, I heard uh, one of the uh, contributors in Fox News talking about how it's possible that we may be in another situation like we were back in the uh, back in the uh, 1800s when we had the Civil War, when we had a succession, when we decided that we were going to go our separate ways because our positions were so far apart that there's no bringing us back together. And I just wonder, you know, I'm not for that. I'm, by the way, I want to make sure that everybody understands I'm not for that. I think that would be a horrible idea. But it is possible that enough people will start to come to that conclusion to where that we are going to end up being a separate nation from and apart from some of the areas like California and like New York who have gone so far out of whack. For, for If you think about the way this country was founded, I think our founding fathers would be running from these guys just like they ran from the king of england
1: yeah the pendulum is swinging back the other way just this yesterday we saw in the news robert f kennedy jr announcing his bid for president in the democrat party against joe biden if joe biden decides to run and uh, that's a formidable distinction the um uh mr uh, kennedy um, is comes from a democrat liberal way of life but he has been very anti-fauci He has been very concerned about the way they've released vaccine in uh, the vaccination system in this nation. Uh, He is he, too, has brought up the uh, the impotence and the lack of uh, value in wearing masks during this um, COVID-19 crisis. He brings a sense of stability and sobriety to the. Uh, mores that have been too extreme in the Democrat Party. In our constitutional Democrat Republic, we have found that the pendulum swings far at times in one direction, as you've mentioned a minute ago, but now it's swinging back the other way. Why, even yesterday we find that um, this North Carolina state representative, a representative Cotham, C-O-T-H-A-M, she ditches the Democrats to join the Republican Party in North Carolina. Yeah, she switched to the GOP to give the GOP in North Carolina a veto pro- a veto proof majority. Gee, and, and and so time's not up. Too, uh, not <laughs> the time. too late, but she's helping out the whole concept. Yeah of um, balance of government because even she is a Democrat. Former Democrat says
0: the Democrats have gone too far. That's right. That's right. Gene Valentino, happy Easter to you and Maureen. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next Friday. Next Friday. Take care, buddy. It is 730. We're at the bottom of the hour. We'll have the news, the weather, and then Brother Darrell Sanford on Easter. There's a new sun rising.